Hello, love, and welcome to your lovely intuition podcast. I'm your host, Riley June, medium and mentor. Through understanding my energy, intuition, and spirit, I have found the way back home to my soul, unlocking infancy in my life, relationships, building a six-figure business, and manifesting more in my dreams than ever before. I am here to help you deeper understand your intuition, why you're here, and what your soul is calling you to know so you can unlock those codes within you too. So take a deep breath in and let's dive into all things energy now. shown is to go through each chakra for the next seven episodes and really help you to dive deeply into each one to not only understand them but also to be able to receive a deeper connection with each one within yourself um, which is super fun and exciting it's something that I've obviously been working with a lot as I work with energy and with chakras and all those beautiful things But I think what really inspired this is that I've been doing a lot more Reiki sessions on myself, on my husband, uh, for clients, and everything, 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 when it comes to energy, truly comes back to your chakra gates. And what's so beautiful about this is each chakra tells its own story. And when you apply, I guess you could say, the generalization of each one to yourself, You can learn more about you in depth than anything else in this life will tell you. A book, a anything, right? But the element that you need from your external reality, so teaching, mentoring, workshops, podcasts, all those types of things, you need those to be able to apply and activate consciousness within each one. So you can go through to learn and understand each chakra gate, But if you've never learned your own consciousness, you've never learned how to truly activate that, your psychic gifts, because they're truly all one and the same, and just be more perceptually aware of your life and your feelings and your emotions, right? This builds on not only your physical intelligence, your emotional intelligence, and then your mental intelligence when you activate in your consciousness. So you take the things that you can learn in your your extremities and you can apply it to what you learn and understand about your chakra gates. And you can have deeper guidance, deeper clarity, deeper connection, deeper breakthroughs, all these things, and self-accountability, because that is always key, in being able to move your own life forward. And what I really want out of this podcast and to be able to provide for you is a resource. So even if for some reason you're not called to um, join a program, sign up with me for mentorship, anything to that degree, and there's no obligations, obviously. I want a place where you can go to be able to learn these things anyways. And so this podcast is a beautiful outlet to be able to provide all this information above and beyond so that you can truly take away and have that deeper understanding. 
Um, before we dive into the episode, uh, as well at the end, I'm going to have a root chakra activation meditation for you to listen into. There's two things that I want to talk about. The first one being my conscious relationship workshop that is going to be on June 25th. So as of this point, it is in three days. Um, I'm going to be taking you through self-conscious activation. I'm going to be taking you through opening that space for relationships in your life, partnerships, friendships, family members, um, all those types of things, as well as how to release your own negative emotions. These three elements are so, so vital and important. If we really want to truly step into this movement fully of Black Lives Matter and start releasing these chains and these shame and all these negative, negative things that we still hold in our consciousness. I, was, I wasn't raised around a whole lot of racism. Um, my family's pretty neutral. Um, I, you know, I've, I'm sure, I don't recall, but I'm sure I heard comments here or there, but I was never raised to think people were, were unequal to me. Um, so I'm really grateful to be able to say that. However, you grow up in society, you go to school, you go to work, all these types of things, and you are exposed to those different elements because now you're incorporating other people and their beliefs and their ideologies and their perceptions. And so there has been racism that has crossed my path along the way. And, and I stand with so much gratitude knowing that I was able to stand up when that was projected around me or towards somebody around me. And I'm really thankful to have that that belief system instilled within me. However, there are still levels of it that are embedded into our energy system. So for Canada, a big thing is the indigenous people, right? And my family has a long, long lineage and history of um, indigenous. My grandmother is a Métis. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that wrong. Um, however, she is of the indigenous community and uh, there's there's a lot of racism and a lot of suppression that comes from that space um, and not to take away from black lives matter because that is definitely our forefront focus however racism can instill and be created and embedded in our system in other ways and in order to bring that conscious awareness to self to be able to move and process that and eliminate that so as we move forward in our next generation raising our children having conversations just the way that we conduct ourselves accordingly in society it is important to understand yourself because if you don't understand yourself the relationships that you carry in your life will never be fully supportive they will never be fully in alignment because you don't really understand what that even looks like and means especially if you grew up in your life with um, imbalanced or you know negative relationships in any way shape or form that those can take that will continue to unfold in your life if you do not bring conscious awareness to yourself and where these patterns and experiences have um, unfolded for you whether it was subliminal through TV whether it was through conversations that were had around you or the experience you had in different dynamics of relationships parents um, family members friendships partnerships, all those types of things. So we're going to be moving through this. I'm going to be doing, uh, it's probably going to be at least a one and a half hour training up to two hours, um, but it's planned out to be a minimum of an hour and a half. Uh, on the 25th, it is $27 Canadian to join. 100% of the proceeds are going to be donated to the Jamaican Association of Northern Alberta. So not only do you get to get in, learn more about yourself, do some energy clearing and understanding and reinstilling, but you also get to give back to a beautiful cause. So this is my way of contributing to the, the movement. And it just, it came from a space of really having to take a step back because 
I watched so many beautiful, genuine influencers get absolutely attacked for things that they weren't saying, for not saying anything, for saying the wrong thing. It was all over the map, you guys, and it was so disheartening to see. And so I really had to just evaluate what is my truth in all of this? You know, I'm going to take this time to reflect on how I can change the conversation and dynamic within my family and how I raise my children. And I reached out to, and some of my friends that are black, we had these types of conversations and they said, get your children Barbies, black Barbies, and let them play with that so they see the quality. And, you know, just have, call people out when they say negative shit. And that's, that's what you need to do, that's it. But the shaming and this, just, oh my gosh, it was just absolutely insane. And the other piece too, is which is so unfortunate, is that it was a week long of people just battering each other left right and center and we're supposed to be creating a movement that instilled love and peace and honesty and integrity back into our hearts and our minds and I really had to look at myself and release some shame and guilt that I felt about not speaking up about certain things and just come back to terms with okay but what's my piece in this what am I being called to do what do I know to be true you know how can I educate myself more and learn but it was like you had to learn 60 plus 100 years of history in five minutes. And that's not going to change people's minds. These books and these things are important to learn and to know and to get educated about. But the way that we truly educate ourselves is by looking within and looking at the, the things that are in our lives now or were in the past, you know, checking in on that shadow of ourselves. and and healing from that space because once we change our own energy and our own consciousness and our own vibration into one that is more of a quality and love and light and peace then we can move forward making changes on a bigger level but if we're out there just attacking each other left right and center that's just what's the point of the movement in the first place and you know that might be my opinion and perception of it however from an energetic standpoint that's you know that's just going to cause people to shut down and to feel terrible when their their genuine intention might truly be to be a better person and, and bring love and light so why are we out there doing all this crazy shaming right especially i mean i understand everyone's on edge and this goes into so many so many other levels of multi just multi-dimensionalism and energy and all these things and a lot of people um, projecting from wounds and from trauma versus from truly love and light and, and a conscious um, peaceful frequency and space but <clears throat> it was just crazy to me so moving forward I'm going to be doing this conscious relationship workshop on the 25th the link is going to be in the show notes you can find it as well on Instagram and Facebook the links in my bio or just on the page uh, to join us and I look forward to um, bringing all this love and light and under understanding and consciousness to your space so that we can truly move forward eliminating these experiences. If for some reason you can't join on the 25th at 7 p.m., don't worry, a replay will go out so you will still be able to be a part of that. And I really truly look forward to just helping you rise your frequency at this time. So that is the first thing that I wanted to share with you. The other piece too is with this podcast being a resource for you in all ways that I can ever potentially make it, I started everything that I know and I do from a place of being broke as broke as broke. Now, being broke 
not having money and having a broke poor mindset are two completely different things. My bank account told me that I was broke, right? It told me that I didn't have money to invest in coaches and courses and all these things. However, my mindset of determination told me that there had to be another way. When I first wanted to learn mediumship for myself, it was because I wanted to learn how to connect with my aunt on the other side. And I share this story often. But the point is that I knew that if one person could do it, anybody could. Truly, that's literally how it goes in life. If one person can do it, anybody can. And even though my bank account reflected a broke statement number at the end of the day, my mentality was not broke in the way that it told me that I couldn't find a way anyways. And by creating this podcast, I want it to be a resource for you if for some reason you don't have the money to invest in courses or workshops or mentoring or even not with me, other people, something that feels that you feel called to at any given moment in time, that you can tune back into this podcast and you could whip out a notebook and you could make this your, your uh, textbook right? I turned so many people's podcasts into textbooks for myself, into their own workshops where I would take notes and I would learn and I would study and I would implement what they shared and what they say because that was the mentality. My mentality wasn't broke. I knew there had to be another way and since I couldn't necessarily put the money out, I had to find a different resource and podcasts are free. So I use them to be able to train and teach myself what I needed to know to get myself to the next level of moving forward. And that really, I'm so grateful to have had that mentality to begin with and not everybody does. So that's why we talk about the root chakra today because the root chakra is about identity and security. Okay, so the root chakra helps you to really step in and understand this place of why you identify with what you do, why you feel the levels of security in your life, both physical safety and as well as money safety in your life, and how to transmit that and trans or I should say transmute that into a more positive, aligned, open, uh, energetic frequency. So within the root chakra, let's we'll start with identity and then we'll move into security next. In the root chakra, we have these archetypes. So we have the mother archetype, which is the more nurturing, loving, um, independent, feeling, secure type of energy. And then we have the victim. So the victim is typically going to be more raised in a traumatic circumstance or situation. Okay, but we have both of these archetypes within us. We can choose and adjust and adapt at any given moment with the proper um, energy around us. So uh, I'm going to start with the negative side. So in the victim, we find these are people who grew up with a lot of trauma, who grew up with a lot of emotional distance, who didn't have those mentors or access to those resources to really be able to help them to overcome or supersede their environment. Now, those who are instilled with the mothering type of instincts, they're very nurtured. They're relatively well cared for. They have positive influences around them at all times. Now, right off the bat, just from those two types of um, opposite sides of the spectrum within the root chakra, you can already see what type of person is going to grow from that type of environment. So when we're working in the victim, now this might be something where, you know, you might have came from a more... A loving aligned relationship where your parents were 
um, you know, always fighting to work things out. So maybe not fighting, but they might have argued, but they'd settle things out. We'd find these types of things um, unfold as we grew up. Maybe when you're children, you don't really see it unless you're in a full-blown um, victim type of circumstance or trauma type of circumstance. But like I recall myself, so my parents are still together. They've um, they've had their spats throughout the years, but as a child, I never really saw it. For the most part, they kept it to themselves or uh, away from me and my brother, and we didn't really see that dynamic. Now, the older that I got, obviously, the more aware I was of, of the dynamic of their relationship in our household. So some of these things, I would then come to see some of the fights that they had, and they were never big or, or you know, uh, um, really traumatic. But I started to see the dynamic and start to be conscious or subconsciously trained of what relationships are like because your parents are your first experience to the world. And as I grew up, I would start to see that uh, through my parents' example, and that's not to you know discredit them or to shame them or anything, they taught us from what they knew. And that's, that's how we grow, that's how we move forward in this life is we teach and we live by the guidelines that we are brought up with. And that's just literally how it works, right? So as I grew up, I always felt that I had to keep my emotions in me, that things would just hopefully work out for the best. And I never really knew what it was like to fully express myself because my parents just didn't really do that until things really got, you know, they started boiling over on either end and then they would have uh, a bigger argument. Um, nothing ever physical, nothing ever, you know, above and beyond. Um, one of them may have, you know, stormed out of the house at, at certain instances, but that was, that was kind of it. And it wasn't always, um, you know, maybe once or twice through a span of, you know, two or three or maybe even four years. But for the most part, they always kept everything inside. So I always grew up feeling that energy, not knowing I was feeling that energy, but then grew up doing the same thing. And so that always transpired in my relationships when I felt disconnected or I didn't feel loved or seen or heard or I had things on my mind and I wasn't able to um, fully express them because at that point as well, you know, as a young child, as a adolescent, a teenager, in my early 20s, I still lived by those examples because I didn't also understand and know what personal development was. You know, I read books for leisure. I didn't read them to learn. I went to school, but I didn't always res really resonate with school. Even when I went to um, college for accounting and business strategy, um, I, I didn't really resonate with school because I always just felt that I had to do it versus going for something that I actually wanted to do. And even though we're kind of always told like, oh yeah, like, you know, go and do what you want to learn. It's not really that way when it plays out, right? So that was the dynamic that I grew up with. And so though I was nurtured and my parents were always there, they always gave us attention, all these types of things. They worked very hard. Um, they provided us with all that they possibly could. I, you know, was the child who was able to go to dance classes and do extracurricular activities, even if energetically now I look back knowing that my parents couldn't actually afford them. But they provided these things for us anyway. So I came from a very um, intended mothering relationship. However, there are pieces of victim within my story because as I get older and as I work through my shadow, these pieces of awareness, because they're always a part of our consciousness, our mind processes and stores so much information that the more conscious you become, the more you can start opening up to pinpoint particular circumstances in your life where 
there may be trauma instilled. So if we want to remove things like racism or just have conscious awareness as to where those types of things ensued in our energy, in our body, in our chakras, particularly our root, right, a part of our identity, then it's important to be able to personal develop your per go through personal development, there we go, and, and spiritual development understanding so that you can truly activate yourself in understanding where there are blocks and resistance. And the thing about blocks is that blocks only exist if you believe that they exist. For me, I look at everything as just a level of understanding. So here I am faced with a level of understanding that I need to um, go through, unravel, and reframe or retrain myself or unlearn so that I can shift into a new level of understanding and conscious awareness, right? But we're conditioned, especially with people in the spiritual community or people who are looking into learning about spiritualism, that there are blocks and resistance and, and cords that, that hold us to a space of disconnect when that's actually not true. Once you kind of, once you step out of that paradigm, which is more of a fourth dimensional paradigm and you really get into the fifth dimensional paradigm where it's just love and light and more of pure potentiality, you start to understand that it, it's, it, there's no blocks, there are no resistance, there are no disconnects. It's just a level of understanding that you need to tap into. So you tap into the shadow, you do some work, you look into it, you, you really, sometimes it, you just need to revisit it and you just need to look at it for what it is. And then you need to decide, you know, how has that rolled over my life and what do I want to do with that information now that I consciously am aware of it. So when we're looking into the victim mentality, it can come from, you know, just our, our root chakras develop from zero to 12 months old. And then bits and pieces of it start to develop even more as we also open up to our sacral chakra from one to seven. And in that, those particular times is where we learn our core values. We learn our core energetic standpoint of how we will live out our life. Even as someone who grows up in a very traumatic circumstance, they will have these pieces instilled within their body anyways, and they will have to do more work to move that and remove that and unlearn that, to step into a space of deeper learning and understanding where they can instill more love and light. But there will be so many pieces of that that will unfold as they personal, personally develop more and spiritually awaken more. And that's just truly how it is. Okay, I had to take a bit of a break. I had a beautiful session that I got to uh, move through with another person. Um, so. We're going to get back into the root chakra activation. Where I'm going with this is that at all levels of understanding and sticking with the topic of identity and security, we'll move into security in a moment here. You have to understand that your identity is multi-layered. Your identity is full of bits and pieces of so many more possibilities. Think of it like an actor. You right now, the version of you, so I'll use myself in this example, Riley June. So my full name is Riley June Solomon. My married name is Riley Junester Coyne. Both of those names hold an identity of a particular phase of my life, right? My non-married and then my married life. Now Riley June is the, the umbrella, the business name that I go under with everything, right? So that's even another phase of my life. So I hold these three very specific identities within myself at this time. Now, moving forward, 
my Riley June Chacoin is going to do healing work and shadow work for my Riley June Solomon. My Riley June version of me is going to do shadow work in both of these paradigms of my existence. Now under the layer of that, now we welcome in past lives, right? So I'm not going to get super into the past lives version of it, but what I want you to understand is that in everything that you face, there is no blocks or resistance. That is just a belief that we've been conditioned to believe that we have. And our inability to be able to move forward with something means that we must have a block with it. Well, I, in a way, you can attribute it to being a block. However, what it is is just a deeper conscious understanding that is required as to why that's showing up in your life, why resistance is showing up in your life to begin with. So... When we go into identity, it is really just about learning and noticing and being consciously aware of where the disconnect is at this time. So if you're facing something with disconnect with relationships, in what paradigm or identity of your existence did you once face or experience that trauma, that victimhood, that um, disconnect from having that mothering instinct, right? When it's money, where is that victim in your money story? What paradigm, what identity were you in when that was uh, available or that was your reality, right? And now where you are today, how is that no longer true? What are you no, what are you now facing? And what belief do you need to ship or belief do you need to unlearn so that you can create more of a conscious understanding, a higher frequency, a higher elevated understanding of where you're at today? Now, when we shift into security, security is the same type of dynamic. We have that mothering instinct. So if you grew up in a family that was always very nurturing, very mothering, um, you know, you had that strong masculine uh, person in your life who was also very nurturing. We experienced a lot of that stuff in uh, as a baby in childhood, right? Your sense of security is going to be a lot more comfortable and at ease. You're not going to feel like you're on your toes or having to navigate things. You're naturally just going to feel more protected. Now, if you grew up in a more um, uh, victim system as a child, an early child, adolescence, then you're going to feel more on your toes in life, which means that anything that pertains to security is going to start with and stem from a victim state. Money, relationships, health, um, environment, all these types of things. Now, when it comes to activating your consciousness within your root chakra, each one holds its own potential and power. So when we focus on the root chakra, when we start to focus in on really activating this space so that we can open up, see more of our identity, unlearn behaviors and patterns and beliefs that hold back our identity from growing and expanding, when we are shifting into a space where we feel more secure, where we truly always feel guided and protected, where we can trust that spirit, divine source, God is always, always, always navigating and leading us to a higher, deeper experience. It takes the willingness to want to go there in the first place. The thing that we are granted in this life of carnation that is that will supersede everything is free will. Now, free will does come at a price, or it's a very interesting thing to really explore in itself. And I'll tie this back in a moment, but I want to go off track for a second because it's really going to help you to understand this deeper. We have free will in choices, yes, but we don't have free will in what we have to do. So when I say that, I mean like when our body is thirsty, we have the free will to not choose to drink in that moment, but at some point, we are going to have to fuel that 
that need, that need to drink, that need to eat, that need to be connected to people. Those are things that we do not have free will over. We might in a time sense, but in the scheme of things, our actual life on this planet is a blank, which is a really interesting concept to sit with because one, it can create a lot of fear and that's not the intention of sharing this with you. The intention is to give you perspective of the fact that those things that we hold so you know, so true to our beliefs, like we can't have money, we can't be successful, we can't have a loving relationship, we can't lose weight, we can't be this or that or this or that. And these other people, Jennifer Lopez, love her. Um, love her. I'll leave it there. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I used to think of these people as idols to me. However, they're no different than a person, right? So bringing it back, um, or I guess I'll, I'll sit with that for a moment. So I, I, uh, idols attribute to your inability to feel confident or available or have possibility in your own identity. Okay, so that's why idols are just never a good thing. You can look up to people because of the things that they do, them being in a frequency or energy that you wish or desire to be in, that's fine. But when you start to compare yourself to being less than that person, remember they all started from somewhere. Unless you're like a child of Walt Disney, then you definitely came from riches. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Also, that's a mentality, right? How I talked about broke as a, a physical thing and then as a mentality, right? So, okay, tying this back, we have free will in what we want to perceive, right? So yes, at some point we will need to drink and eat and we will desire these connections in life. And that's or those are things that are just a part of our, of our DNA. Those are just instilled within our structure but those things come from the desire and the need to fuel ourselves with positivity fueling your your body with water to cleanse and to clear and to stay hydrated fueling your body with fuel so that it can continue to produce energy so that you can continue to do things and connection because connection allows us to feel experience and be a part of love right we are in unison with God and God gives us love, right? So that connection that we desire is about feeling love. But when it comes to our reality, what we see, what we experience in our day-to-day -day life, now that is a paradigm of your existence. Um, the paradigm in which I lived before was Riley June Solomon. The paradigm in which I lived before I really took my business to the level that it is was Riley June Shacoin. And now I'm as Riley June, um, just in general, right? And now I've started to combine these types of identities so that I can look through each one individually and individually and dissect the pieces that require more healing, understanding, and love and light. Not from a place of being immersed in it so that I feel and am trapped in those negative experiences that I had in each one of those paradigms, but to look at them for what they are for face value, to understand that I have no control over them now. The only control that I have is my ability to adjust, unlearn, reframe, or adapt accordingly. And then moving forward, I carry each piece into each paradigm of my existence and I transcend it into something more positive so that when I am fully in my Riley June identity, I have this deeper understanding and visualization of what exactly she experiences at this level without holding any resistance, resentment, blocks, disconnects, 
in regards to the paradigms that existed to get me to this point. Hopefully you're following along with this. You're probably going to want to listen to this particular 10 minutes uh, a few times to really gather exactly what I'm saying because it's multi-leveled. Everything that I share at this level of consciousness is very multi-layered because I can even go into each one individually as if I'm, you know, I've zoomed out of the world and when I zoom into the world, I zoom into one paradigm of my existence. So whether it be from 1 to 10, from 10 to 20, from 20 to eventually 30, but each area of my life holds its own existence. And as we move chapters in our lives, whether that's getting, you know, graduating, relationships, each book, each chapter of our lives holds its own story, right? So you can already see how there's so many levels and layers to everything. You can take relationships as one chapter, you can take, or one book, you can take money as one book, you can take health as one book, and you can start to really dig into each space. Now that's where if you want to do even deeper work, past life regression work um, would come into play. However, we're going to keep it to this existence, this life, even though, <laughs> what is life, really? <laughs> Uh, I can get so off track with the things that I know nowadays, but bringing this all back, when we want to really activate in our root chakra, we have to have the willingness, the free will, the choice to look at each space individually. And sometimes that may come with pain and suffering and sadness and anger and frustration and overwhelm. But when we do that, we don't fully immerse ourselves in it because it's not about putting ourselves into a negative state. It's about transmuting the negativity in that paradigm. And when we do that, we only want to look as if to open the door and just simply peek our head out, not our whole body, not put ourselves back in that space, but just peek our head out because there is a shadow within every single um, paradigm of our existence, right? Just like in each chakra, we have the archetypes, we have the victim, which is the shadow, and then we have the mother, which is the light, right? It, in every day, we have the sun, and then we have the night, right? We have the day, and we have the night. There's always a shadow, but that doesn't mean that it has to be negative. Now, when you're going through something negative, it's going to feel negative. It's not about suppressing that or bypassing that. You know, those things do truly happen. It's a part of our experience. But when we're going back to do the work to heal or transmute those feelings or experiences um, and to transform them into love and light so that we can rise our frequency and feel better, be better, have confidence, because naturally confidence just ensues the more that you do this inner work, the better you will ultimately feel. And so we peek our head into the shadow to really look at what that is for face value, for what it was, and have the willingness, the free will to choose that we want to see the lesson. We want to know the lesson. We want to learn what it was teaching us so that when we step, close that door back up and we pull our head out, we don't have to go back there. It's not to say that that experience will never pop up in your memories or create an emotional experience, but it will help to neutralize it if you peek your head in, you remind yourself or you look at, if it's for the first time, what that was there to show you, and then you close that door and you move forward. That's how you bring acceptance to traumatic circumstances in any form in your life, is by looking at it for face value and having the willingness, the free will to choose, to see what it was there to teach you. If you never do that, you carry all this energetic baggage on your back, in your body, and it will pour over into your external reality in all the different paradigms and levels and layers of how that can transmute if you're as as you're unwilling if you're unwilling to not do the shadow work. So this episode is 
here to help you understand more about your root chakra, your identity. And what I'm going to be doing in a moment here is I'm going to wrap this one up with you and I'm going to add in a chakra activation meditation. I really encourage you to, if you're going to do it, make sure that you're not driving because we don't want to be doing meditations when we're driving. However, if you do choose to do it when you're driving, obviously keep your eyes open and you can listen to it in the background of just your drive, what you're, whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, and just allow the energy and the things that I share to uh, really instill within your body. So making sure that if you are doing it when you're driving, that there's nobody else in the car with you. Though I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably best for you to just do it in a quiet space. I think it's about 10, 10 to 16 minutes long. I've done a couple of them lately. I can't remember how long it is. Um, but you'll be able to see on the time, uh, whatever's left at this point when I close out this, this session with all of you. We're going to be, I'm going to change this. We're going to be in session together every Monday. Um, <laughs> so that is going to be there for you to really sit with. Um, it is a guided meditation that I do with my Mind My Morning virtual circle uh, Monday to Friday, which I have really just come to love so much. I initially did it as my give back during the COVID um, experience. I should start saying experiment because that's really what it was. Um, during the COVID experiment because it was my way of helping people to still find neutrality in their energy, not normalcy in the world because what is truly normal at the, in the scheme of things, and that's all unfolding for us as we can see, but to find neutrality in their energy. And now it has just turned into this beautiful collective thing that I do every day where not only do I hold myself accountable through these meditations, but I walk and guide these women through, I think there's 18 of us in there now you pop in uh, whatever days you feel called to it's only $10 a month and you can come and go as you please and if you don't feel called to do it anymore there's no fee for canceling your subscription um, but you also get a community element so there is a portal when you log into the website there is a huge spider on my ceiling right now oh gross oh gross Oh, I just dislike them so much. It's really interesting though because I used to like seriously fear spiders. Um, and I don't know why because I never grew up with that fear being presented around me. But I've come to learn that spiders are about patience. And so I'm really choosing to reframe the way that I feel about them. Though I will definitely go and remove this spider from my ceiling after this. <sighs> mm. Oh, gross. Okay, anyways, going back to this. So, there is a community portal that you get to sign into as well on my website. Uh, if you're a part of the Mind My Morning virtual meditation circle, it's all done online, all on Zoom. And some days I record the meditations that we do, so they're in a vault, a vault. I was going to say a bank, and then I combine the words. A vault, if you will. Um, where you can copy and paste the meditation and go and listen to them whenever you feel called to. So if there's days that you, um, you know, life is happening and you can't make it and join us, then you can go in and spend that, that 10 to 20 minutes. Some days it's 10 minutes, some days it's 20 minutes, and just partake in those meditations. So I'll also drop the link to the Mind My Morning Virtual Meditation Circle in the show notes for you. You can also find the link on my Facebook and my Instagram page as well. 
And I've really just enjoyed so much doing these meditations. Some days I do distant Reiki on everyone. Uh, most days I've been walking them through some sort of ascension or activation or energy clearing or cleansing. Um, we've done different root chakras. We've done inner child healing. Uh, some days we just sit and enjoy a song. Whatever my guides guide me to is what I share. And it's been such a wonderful experience super super interesting and it's always fascinating to see what my guides will channel through me when I do these so that is there you can go check that out but I want to send you off with love and light and don't forget to go and find the magic in today because when we lose that then we truly lose our ability to perceive all the beautiful blessings that we have around us at every and all given moment in time all right Thank you for joining me today. Stay tuned for the meditation to come in a moment here. And I am sending you so, so much love. Take care. Welcome to your root chakra activation. Sitting back in a comfortable position. Closing your eyes. Just moving your neck from side to side. Bringing it back to center. Taking a big deep breath in. Release. Big deep breath in. And release. One more big deep breath in. And letting go. Dropping your shoulders. And opening up to now. Visualize. A red energy circle glowing bright the base of your spine, glowing, glowing, brighter, brighter, and as that energy center glows bright, it expands and it extends and it grows up over your head, down below your feet, until you are encompassed in red energy light. Your identity has shifted. Your security has shifted. In this space, your foundation is shifting and implementing and grounding all the work that you've done with yourself over the last several years in any way, shape, or form has brought you to this moment and to this time and space where you no longer feel the need to replace replace the things in your life with something better because you here in this foundational space 
have exactly everything that you already need to feel complete. You are complete. You are awake. Calling in Archangel Raghul to solidify this space, to bring in even more intention and loving grace, to shield your energy with healing and love, because from this space in your foundation, nothing exists except for love. You lead with your heart and you lead with your mind and your mind's eye is now open wide and you get to experience and expand and grow. And from this space, there is no longer comparison. You no longer compare yourself to this person or that because you are on your own solo journey and that is truly that. The higher being and knowing of you is coming through to connect with you and is telling you that you are already free, that you get to be free in this space and it will be, it will be whatever you create, whatever you see, whatever you perceive is what it will be and that is all you need to truly know because you have already grown into this space and this time and this place and here you are activating in a foundational way. You are illuminated. You are glowing bright. And your root chakra is activating and connecting you with past lives and connecting you with the future and all that you've been from your soul and your existence and all that you have been a rock or a tree the sky or the shimmer the world is yours can't you remember 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 activating codes activating your soul activating you is spinning and opening wide and you are projecting and seeing the light the love in your life is expanding so much you're illuminating with self-love you are remembering what it's like to be home and from this space you already know you already know what you are here to do what you are here to perceive and your mission is within you and we activate this within your root chakra today to open yourself up so that you can remember why you are here today grow love lead expand you are illuminating my friend I come here to give you the codes to allow you to access all the things that you know and help you remember your mission in your soul because you are in your next stage of life and comparison is no longer your right. You no longer worry. You no longer choose to find what you lack and what you've lost or you lose because you are here to simply be free to love and to find generosity grace in yourself and grace for humanity 
take a deep breath in, sip at the top, filling your body up with love, release, letting go and surrendering now, you are trusting in this time of this space now. Archangel Raghul seals this light that you have created and now that is glowing bright. Visualize that light, that red light surrounding you, contracting, contracting down into the base of your spine that is you. Your root is now sealed with its activated light and Archangel Raghul. down to you and bids you adieu until next time thanks you for being you deep breath in and release deep breath in And when you are ready, you can open your eyes, moving your neck from side to side, remembering 